Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around, talk about games we've been playing, things going on in our lives. Today I have with me Justin. So tired. And Ben. I am anime motherfucker! Ben, you're at like a like an 11. I mean, good. Like, awesome. <laughs> but, you're making us look bad. <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry. The self-deprecation will return probably next week. We'll see. Okay. So, just Justin, what have you been up to this week? <sighs> oh, let me let me tell you. No, I I don't really want to talk about like most stuff this week because it's stupid work stuff. But I mean, it's fine. Uh, I mean, just like you know, for personal reasons, I probably shouldn't talk about it. Um, but uh, I spent part of today in the hospital with my wife because she was having surgery so i had a very early start to my day and why do you have a smiley face on your wall or like a like a meh winky face oh that's johnny wrestling uh logo yeah did they give those out for free uh it's a there's a super fan that gives those out at every um wrestling event here and it's just his sign man Uh. Yeah, that's that's literally like his logo. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, he wears it on his pants. I haven't been sleeping super well this week because I was like stressed and stuff. And then we went to bed at like eight or something last night to get up at you know five this morning, and drove to the hospital, spent a while there, and then came back like you know with the half loopy spouse in the car and had to drive all the way home <laughs> in a storm. With, like, barely visible. Oh. I was like, I swear, if we, like, die in a wreck after getting back from a surgery, I'm going to be really mad. Because someone's going to be liable for the medical bills still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, kill us before. Uh, anyway, that that's a bad joke. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so most of this week, like, I haven't really been in the mood to play too much. Like, I'll start something up and then just not really feel it and switch to something else. Um, but last weekend I had a friend come down and we played a, a few things. Um, I jumped back into some, uh, Mortal Kombat because I wanted to try out, uh, Nightwolf and Shang Tsung. I liked one of those characters. Um, Nightwolf feels really lame and under, uh, under, underbaked. <laughs> racist! Racist mother! Uh, Shang Tsung's great, and he's also not white, so check your privilege. Of course, of course, um, of course white man does not like Native American character, of course. Anyway. Can't... This is funny, because Ben kept going on and on about Nightwolf and how much he loved him. He's and... just, like, I thought he was going to be cool, <laughs> but, like, a lot of his powers are buffs, and so, like... Oh, yeah, I don't like Really? That. You are messing with the right stuff, my guy. That... I did his tutorial, like his move tutorial. Did you change like his moves, like his abilities? Because well, he has some shows cool you stuff. like variety, shows you variants too, doesn't it? Not really. I thought it. Not it all seems of like them. It does not. Not all. Like the fun part of the vary is like putting stuff together. Like, well, let's try this with this with this. No, no, I, I did not try vary. I mean, I tried the two like default. Yeah, do ones. that. Like, yeah, he has some fun stuff. But trust I don't me. like if a character doesn't like engage with me. Then I'm not going to spend the time to customize them, you know. Sis three slots. It doesn't take hard to customize, bruh. Whatever. I don't want to fill his slots. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll f- don't worry, Nightwolf. I'll fill your slots, baby. 
Uh, but Shang Tsung's really cool. I actually had a lot of fun with him. Um, I love the like the transformations, the way you can kind of like you know sling together different like single move transformations, which I know is not his thing. Like that, that's really not something he should be able to do. Just tra- transforming on the on a whim to you know do one move and then transform back. Uh, oh, the ninja moves. Yeah. That like that's not really true to his character and his abilities, but it looks cool. Well, he actually has their souls, so that's why he can do it. Oh, because like they're all dead. I thought he had to like take the soul temporarily, transform, and then they. I mean, he does. It's just like he in the once he does the move, he's back. So yeah, it's not like he keeps it. Never mind. Uh, I'm saying like usually like you know he just steals the soul and gets like a temporary transform, and then like they right. get their soul back, like or. Maybe they don't get it back, but he transforms back and then has to steal it again to transform again. Like, I don't think he just held on to, like, had the, you know, infinite ability to transform into some characters. Master Sorcerer, what do you do? But, point is, he's really cool. Um, But I went through all of the other, like, I I finished all the character tutorials just because I was like, I wanted something to play while I was watching some stuff one night. Um, And... I tried to spend some more time in the crypt. Uh, I guess my, my friend hadn't seen how bad it is on Switch. Like, how bad the crypt Oof. is. So, like, we did a few uh, multiplayer matches, and he he's not a, really a big Mortal Kombat guy, so he kind of lost interest. But uh, he had seen, like, you know, the crypt mode and, like, from watching other people play the game. And so I was like, check this out. And I forgot how bad it is. Like, I was playing it on the big TV, too. Not on my, my computer Ooh. monitor. Ooh. And, like... It looks too bad to have such frame rate issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't do both. So yeah, Mortal Kombat's still like it's still a good game, but I just I have a hard time getting into it. Um, but I'll check it. I'll check into it when some more DLC comes out. Uh, aside from that, we did a bunch more uh, Ultimate Alliance three. Um, because even though we were in person and could, like, you know, play local multiplayer games, he wanted to play that, like, local wireless on his, like, Switch in handheld mode while I played on the TV. Sure. I think he just wanted to buff his characters, so it's like, it was an excuse. <laughs> but, like, we can do that online. We didn't need to spend time, you know, together playing that. Um but it was mostly going through some of the Infinity Trials and things like that. Just kind of, you know, grinding out for gear and stuff. Um, nothing nothing too crazy. I'm still holding off on beating the game because I want to play it with you guys. Aw, we matter. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy that. Um, and then I played some more of the Dragon Quest Eleven demo. But I didn't get too far because I want to, again, I want to play it on stream. Um, I figure I've got a few more sessions of that at least. And I didn't get to do it this week because I had to go to bed early. So I just kind of wanted to like do some of the random little side quests and stuff in town that would probably be boring to play on stream. Um, and then like stopped, you know, before the next like story transition thing. Um, but my main actual RPG has been Grandia 1. Um, uh I never played this one. I played two a lot on Dreamcast. Um, and it's it very much feels like the first game in the series. Like, a lot of the stuff plays very similarly. The, you know, the battle system feels kind of the same. Uh, with, like, the way you can see the the 
uh, when people go and you can like counter their attacks mm-hmm. to prevent them from attacking you. Like cool stuff in there. But it just throws you right in to the story. And you're just like running around town like doing dumb little fetch quest stuff. And it's like an hour of time. You're being a kid. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, it's like an hour of time, like running around doing stuff and like meeting characters before you ever even like go out into an adventure or anything where like the RPG Mm -hmm. elements kick in. Um, Right. And when you do finally get into combat, it just happens. Like there's no like, you know, Mm -hmm. like how do I battle again? And, like, it's a fairly easy combat system to figure out. Yeah. But it's just, like, I think some of the nuance of it would be better served if you actually had kind of a, you know, just one little tutorial thing that you can skip if you want. Um, Because, like I said, you know, there is kind of the, like, oh, so if I attack this person, then they'll drop to the back of the line. And so, like, you know, the, the ways you can kind of manipulate battle order and, like, counter moves and things like that. Um... You don't know unless you just figure them out. And mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. But it's a I think it's a sign of the times too, probably. Um But I will say this remaster is not amazing. Um the game itself is good, it's still solid. The voice acting's not great, but I like that it has it. Don't you dare! It's the voice acting is is fine for nineteen ninety eight. And it's still fine yep. now. It is perfectly uh-huh. fine. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Fine. Yes. Um, but like, I still find myself like whenever the voice acting does kick in, I'll like stop whatever video I'm playing and listen to it because I just I like having voice acting. Um, and I was kind of pleasant. I didn't know it was in there. I was pleasant, pleasant, pleasantly surprised by that. Um, but the art style is pretty simplistic. Anyway, like that kind of mix of like sprites and 3D, but like not really a seamless mix, like in. Like, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics or something like that, where the art style kind of meshes. This is just, like, three SNES sprites, sprites with, yeah. like, kind of chunky 3D isometric view. It feels very at odds with itself. And this remaster, I think, tries to blend it a little bit better by smoothing out the sprites and some things like that. But it does it in a kind of lazy way. where You, you can, like, see the seams and the characters smoothing. Um, because like the way they smoothed it, there's like aliasing and just it cut across the middle of the sprites. Um, and there was one point I, I meant to take like a, like a switch grab of it, screen grab, but it's like, it's literally just one frame of the animation, uh, was not smoothed. And so it'd be really hard to, you know, hit the, the screenshot right at the right moment to get that one frame. But, um. There's some really cool animations, like, you know, the amount of animation in the game for sprite graphics is impressive. Um, but this is this, this one thing, and the problem is it kept repeating. It wasn't like something that happens once and they move on from. It's like, if you just hold the dialogue box, it'll keep doing it. And so it would show, like, the the really, like, big pixels of, like, the original sprite art for one frame, and then it would go back to the regular smooth for the rest of the animation. And it's just, like, little things like that, where, like, they just did not put that much effort into this. Um, it looks great. It's in widescreen. Like, I I don't mind it at all. But I'm kind of ready to get to Grandia 2, because I like, like, I think that game looks a lot better, and I have the nostalgia for it to kind of get through some of the uglier elements of it. Um, 
But I'm enjoying it so far. Like, I'm not trying to knock the game or anything. It's just kind of slow. Uh, it feels too zoomed in. Like, there's specifically points on the on the kind of fairly open maps where you can, like, get kind of a bird's eye view. Like, just it, it zooms the camera out. And you can kind of see, like, an immediate area around you. And the fact that they put that feature in there makes it seem like they knew that it was too zoomed in, but they left it anyway. And then just put in areas where you can be like, oh, here, have a better view. Um, cause like, like I said, some of these, some of these areas are like fairly large and it's not really clear where the, uh, where the boundary ends because it's like, you'll just kind of be trying to map around the area to like find, you know, random treasure or whatever that's strewn across the map and you'll just leave. Cause like if it's a, if it's like kind of like a, a grassland, there's no tree line or anything that stops you from, you know, leaving the map. If you just walk too far out, you leave and then you're back on the world map. And like in town, the area that leaves the map isn't any different than just like wandering around town. It's just there's less buildings there. So it's like there might be a break in the buildings and you're like, oh, this is going to a courtyard. And then you just you just leave the town. So it's those kind of unclear things where like I wish they had like, you know, dotted lines or something. That designates, hey, this is the edge of the map. Um, and because it's so zoomed in, it can be hard to kind of tell where you're going next. So it leads to a lot of those kind of annoying parts where you just end up somewhere else. Or like it'll be an, like the opposite where it's kind of an enclosed map. Like I was just on a ghost ship. Um, there's kind of an enclosed map and then like all of the 3D <laughs> uh, like objects block your view. So you're just constantly spinning the camera around to see where you're even going because you can't really get a clear view of what's in front of you or anything. Um, so it's that clunky, like not terribly good camera view, like 2.5 D isometric that can kind of bother me sometimes. Like I love breath of fire, breath of fire four, for example, but it's got similar issues where you spend more time spinning the camera around to see the thing you're trying to see than you do actually like exploring the area. Um, also, the inventory for each character is not big enough. They can each hold like eleven items, and that's absurd, including like equipment and things like that. Um, but in general, it's a good game. Like I'm enjoying my time with it, and I really wanted an RPG just to, like like delve into, so it's scratching that itch. <laughs> but I can see that it's very dated, and. It's just kind of surprising, considering how much I love 2. I guess they just made a lot of improvements to that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I will say, having... This is is actually the first RPG I ever played. Uh Um, So, uh, I never beat it as a kid. I only beat it like seven years ago, honestly. Um, But uh, once the lore starts kicking in, and like you get into the first sort of like the bigger implications of things, that's when things start to get interesting to me. And then... You get you get the epic stuff sooner, pretty soon. Once once the ball stops rolling, it really doesn't stop rolling to me. Yeah, at least that's how I it's just it. it starts so slow. I can see a lot of people falling off it pretty quickly. I didn't. I loved I loved that wandering around the city, being a kid, and it was so when great you're to a me. kid, I'm Even sure it's in, pretty cool. But as an adult trying to cool, play it, I'm like, wanna, okay, like is this game going to start anytime soon? Well, I was like 24 when I replayed it, something like that. I can't do math. Yeah. Um, so, and I thought it was fine then. Maybe it was just, this, uh, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I hope, I hope you like it when you get more into, like, the mystery stuff. And the beautiful thing is about Grandia is all linear. Like, there's no, 
um, side quests or anything like that. It's all like just go here, here, here. But it's it's so streamlined in a good that way. That is kind of refreshing. You know, actually, linear doesn't mean bad, kids. Right. It just means it knows the thing it's trying to do, like which you yeah. can respect. You know, mm-hmm. um, be, just fight it. Just be sure to fight everything. Literally, you're gonna need. Yeah, it. there's a like the grind is kind of ridiculous. Like I like that enemies don't come back when you beat them. It makes it actually feel like you know you're taking everything <coughs> out in each area. Um, yeah, like your your actions actually have an effect on like other games where you know you leave the map and go back and they're all back and you're like, Ugh, what am I even doing? Like, what's the point? Granted, then you can grind endlessly, but I've always preferred actually feeling like you're clearing everything out. Um, But, like, I'm level six, I think. Uh, Let me know when you need help on the magic system, because the magic system can be kind of confusing, and it doesn't explain. Yeah, it's chunky. Yeah, it's interesting. It's Once you get it, though, it's it's fun. Well, because, like, all of the abilities, it seems like they're AOE, but they don't explain like they don't give you a range well there's there's aoe abilities or stuff like the stuff that you have right now early game that's just the stuff the character's gonna get naturally soon eventually not that much longer i don't think you'll get like mat like fire wind i have fire and yeah fire whatever that chick's name is oh oh you already have yeah i said i was on the ghost ship oh okay my bad i forgot i forgot how fast you get yeah um but like uh but yeah I, i use that I used that ability because I, I figured, I was like, okay, it says range. Like, it probably affects multiple enemies. But then, like, it has you pick one enemy. Oh. And yeah. it doesn't tell you, like, how big the range is or anything on it. Yeah, and that's, that part's not yeah. great. You pretty much gotta guess. Because, like, in Gradia 2, I think it does. Oh, Flame Burnham. Oh, God, I had that ingrained into so, my like, head. I really do and I like love that it. more, you know, active combat system where it's like, you have it's... the amount of space you can move and you can kind of take advantage yeah. of that. Because you can get far enough away from enemies that you can pick them off from a range, and by the time they get mm-hmm. to you, they can't attack. Like that kind of, you know, that more D&D style thing, where you have to take movement into account. But when it doesn't give you, like, the range on stuff, or, like, you know, the area of effect on your spells, and, like, it just makes it less interesting to have those elements at play. But, I don't know. I, I am enjoying it, and I'll, I'll definitely keep going with it. Because the story, like isn't really engaging me, but there's enough, like, I like the characters enough that I want to know more. Yeah, so you already know why he's going, like, Neo Angelo and all that yeah. stuff and everything. Okay. Yeah, that's all cool. Like, that first, that first Ruins was when I was really like, oh, okay, this is awesome. Yeah. It didn't help yeah. that I was, you know, sitting at the waiting room playing that in handheld. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is much more interesting than anything else around me right now. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty much it, I think. We, we, uh, me and Thomas started some Gears Four, um, but I'll let—I mean, I, I'll let him discuss that and chime in as needed because I've gone on long enough. Done. Uh, so, uh, just a quick side note: uh, I got my uh, six-button, or technically it's the eight-button Sega Genesis controller because the Sega Genesis Mini is coming out at the end of next month. Uh, or in three weeks or something like that. And uh, it does come with three button ones, but I grew up with the six button one. So it was 20 bucks. I bought it and I tried it out on Sonic 3 Knuckles, just played the first two levels, and it works great. It feels great. It feels like I'm holding a Genesis controller. I got the translucent blue one because it was the same price as the black one. I wanted it to be cool. Um, 
and uh, and I act. It actually works on Switch. Apparently, these controllers did not work on Switch previously, but this newer model does. So, first thing I did was pop in Sonic Mania into my Switch, and I played Sonic Mania uh, on a Genesis controller on my Switch, and that was cool. It's a great controller. <coughs> uh, if you so, if you are a person who has a little extra cash to throw around, uh, and maybe don't want the three button uh, controller because you you literally cannot play Super Street Fighter Two. On the Genesis controller with the three button, you just can't. I think you have to just go to the menu to swap buttons and kicks, which is stupid. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's dumb. So that's why I bought it because I want to play Street Fighter Two to hear the Genesis sound effects. Um, uh, it's twenty bucks. It's on Amazon. Go buy them. They're great. They're, it's a great. It's a great controller. It's a really great product. Uh, hashtag not an ad. And but I also I also tried the Dragon Quest demo because I figured, well, let me see the hullabaloo about. And this game is really pretty. Yeah. Like I I I love it. Like I didn't see I haven't seen anything on it outside of like trailers and stuff like that. But like I loved how vibrant it is and how colorful it is. It got me like a mix of like Xenoblade Chronicles and Breath of the Wild feels with mm-hmm. how like the bre- the, vi- the the depth of feel. I'm like this is good. The music is a little overbearing. Like it's kind of just in your face all it's the time. It's kind of one song. Not sure how I feel about that. Um, yeah, voice acting is. Voice acting is English voice acting is a thing. You can like it if you want. I'm playing on Japanese because I'm a weeb. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I the combat system is fine. Like it's you know it's turn based. It's Dragon Quest. It's the it's the granddaddy. So I wasn't expecting anything too good. I do love that you can follow the dog. Like the dog will guide you to your next point. I love that. Um, yeah, I only played up to the point where you get back to town. That's about it, because I've been mm. playing another game that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But I really liked it. Just presentation alone was super nice. Uh, the water was so pretty. I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for water effects in video games. You show me pretty water, I'm going to buy your game nine times out of ten. Um, but I'm looking forward to playing more, um, even though I have two other big games on my plate. Because I want to get as much as a head start in this game before the actual one comes out, so I don't have to start over. Uh, so, in the other game I'm playing... Is of course Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, since the last time I was on the show, I have put in so many hours into this game. Uh, this is going to be spoiler filled because I I cannot talk about this without being spoilery. And the game's been out already. Most people have finished their first playthrough by now. So if you, you've if been you haven't, <laughs> I you've been warned. You're warned. So uh, basically, I sort of in the last time I've I've re-recorded, I have gone to that moment so the mystery sort of come and falls that there's this mysterious cult that's basically like trying to undermine the church's authority which is what you're teaching at and your father gets killed um by a student you rescued earlier in the campaign and like that was my like i tweeted about that um and i and uh one of my people one of my friends thought it was uh one of my kids like no my dad was killed ah uh and one of the here's the cool thing about it though so in and i haven't talked about this but because i'm playing on the casual mode but there's a mechanic that's built into it called dragon something. It basically allows you to reverse time. So say like if a unit falls or if a, like say a turn didn't go your way and you want to move your units again, you can, instead of like what most firing players used to do is to <coughs> hit quit, start over and go from there. They would save scum. And now it's literally built into the game and you only get like a dragon pulse. That's what it's called. And uh, you only get a certain amount. You can get more and more as you level up, whatever. And what's cool about it uh, is that the reason you can do this is because this main character, Sotis, a little green-haired girl you've probably seen on like promotions, 
Uh, she's the one who can do that. She's the only reason you can do that. And in the cutscene where your father is being murdered, she tries to reverse time, and then she, it doesn't work. And I'm like, that's super cool. But also, why? My dad, Papa, why do you leave me? Just like my real dad. No, I'm kidding. My dad loves me. Um, so that was the. <clears throat> Must be nice. No, he doesn't. I mean, he does. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, basically, you you fight the Flame Emperor, who's kind of been this big boogeyman uh, for the show for for this for this uh, part of the of the game. Uh, and you find out who it is, and it's been a big mystery. Who's the boogeyman? Who's the boogeyman? Uh, who's the Flame Emperor? And it turns out it's it's actually Edelgard. The, the one of the main uh, characters that's on the box, which apparently I'm an idiot, but I didn't see coming. Like, I was like, what? Why? What? And I just had this whole question running in my mind because I was like, why? Why would you do this? And and so once she's she's ousted as the Flame Emperor, she basically declares like all out war against the church. And the final mission before you have the giant time skip, which everybody's talked about on Twitter, which I've alluded to before, but didn't spoil for people who didn't want it spoiled. Um, you, she basically sends her Imperial forces to the church and it's basically like Helm's Deep. You're entrenched, you gotta keep them out and hope to God you survive. And even if you win the battle, uh, basically her forces overrun you and you fall <coughs> off a cliff like T'Challa does in Black Panther. She's captured and it's, it's crazy because it goes from like Game of Thrones to fucking Star Wars super fast because, uh, five years pass. So like, it's 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 like you're gone for five years. You're presumed dead. Uh, all the kids are gone. Um, the Imperial army basically goes on a huge like conquest. Like they decimate the Blue Lions Kingdom. Like it's gone. It's like a sliver left. And you're and then like I chose Golden Deer. So like they're divided. Like do we side with the Empire? Do we not? And and this would made me realize that it's going to be worth going back for another playthrough because, and I was skeptical because I wasn't sure how different it would be playing either as the blue lines or the black Eagles. But now that I know Edelgard is the flame emperor, I want to know, does she show you that in the black Eagles sideline? Will she try to recruit you? Can you join her side? Like that's interesting to me, you know, like how different can it be? And then also what happens if you join blue lines? Cause there's a, cause each time you go to the monastery, you can talk to the students, right? And you can kind of gauge their emotions. And they're all like, they're shocked. They're like, well, I, I don't understand what's going on. Why would she do this, all this stuff? And like, uh, Dimitri, who's the Blue Lions leader, he's the blonde-haired guy you've seen. He's like pissed. He's like angry as fuck. I'm like, why are you angry? And apparently you find that out in his campaign. So I'm like, or the Blue Lions Cows campaign. I'm like, okay, so it's basically, you play through similar maps and probably similar beats happen but, like, you get to see their side, and I find it interesting. That makes me want to go back. It's basically what Fire Emblem Fates, Fates should have been. Instead of me buying two different games to get the whole story, I get two different other perspectives. But it's all the same story, even if you've played through only one. Um, and uh, so the, before I, and this is the final part before I move on to the final game. Uh, you meet up with your kids, and they're older, and I'm not going to lie, I cried. Because my babies are grown up. Um, and, uh, I've achieved a rank with every one of my kids. So that was neat, including, uh, on a, uh, one of the knights I recruited, Shamir. She's great. And I, and now I'm at the point where like, well, who's going to be my wife? And in previous Fire Emblems, 
it could, you could choose whenever you want. Uh, as long as you hit A rank, you can just choose. Now, the basically, <laughs> the game decides you have to wait till after the war is over with to get married. Because why would you get married in the middle of a war? That doesn't make any sense. So I was like, okay, fine, fair enough. Um, but I've officially think I've gotten almost A rank on all the kids and their friendships. So basically, we're like one family unit, and I love it. Uh, I feel like, especially looking at social media and like just talking to them, I feel like Golden Deer is the best house overall in terms of kids, just because they're all they all they're all unique, they're all fun. Raphael, he's this big Hulk guy character, but he's like just adorable and he looks like, like a scary. turtle. He's not a Ninja Turtle. He's not that slender, but he's. He's more Michelangelo because he's always hungry, but like he's just like he just he's just a nice guy. He's like he's like Professor Holt from Endgame. He's like he just wants to do good, you know. Um, so yeah, I I and I thought I was near Endgame because of how the story's ramping up, but like no, I got two more parts, so I'm nowhere near finishing this. Apparently, at least this campaign. But uh, having gone through what I've gone through within the past week alone, uh, I can even just say that I like it more than Awakening, which I didn't think was possible. Because Awakening was, you know, the bar, and right. it and and right now it's it until Astral Chain dethrones it, it's game of the year, and I even finished it yet, just because how much I love the battle system, the now the battalion system, which I haven't really talked about, how how they in, interjected monster fights into the into the game, um, you know, the uh, the story I think is is really really good and really engaging. The music, oh my god, the music is amazing. I hope they do a patch. In Smash Brothers, and they put some of this music in there. It belongs in Smash. It'd be sick. Uh, even if a Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses character doesn't make it in. Um, so yeah, <laughs> go play. Go play this game if you like strategic RPGs with marrying your students. Who they're older. They're five years older when you can marry them. So you cannot S rank them when they're older. When they're when they're younger. So it's okay. Just. Date no, your students. Scott, you're grooming them to love you. I know I'm. I'm just being a good teacher and teaching them how to be well. And I, I'm actually looking forward to doing another playthrough because I understand how battalions work and how to level up my authority and how like doing different things can level up things. I'm looking forward to doing another playthrough with all this knowledge that I have because I'm not like out like uh, they're not. Everything's not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, optimized. Uh, to how I want it. I like how my units are, but I'm looking forward to doing another one. I'm like, okay, you're going to be this, and I do this, and I do this. I- I'm looking forward to that chess match. Uh, but that's enough of Three Houses, because, good lord, this game is amazing, and I'm going to keep playing it, and I can't wait to do another campaign. But the other one, the last game I played, uh, was Astral Chain, the game that is currently getting review bombed on Metacritic for some stupid fucking reason. It was getting really good um, reviews. Oh, you saw that too? It's apparently people are review buying it because it's on Nintendo Switch. This is a Switch exclusive. Oh, yeah, because yeah, people are fucking babies. That's why. <laughs> <sighs> I see. Like, I don't fucking. I, I don't ever see Nintendo fans like review bomb like Uncharted or all those other games whenever they're exclusive. But the second we get a badass platinum game, it's like, oh, buy the fucking system. There you go. That's my right. answer. Buy the fucking system. <laughs> um, but I played it. I only played the first like forty minutes because I was on my way to work. I was I didn't want I couldn't stay up to play it the night before, so I played it. This game is so badass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you you start off on this cool like Akira style bike as you race down to like a a a, 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 a crime scene, and it's just like super slick and stylized, and you got these 
things that are coming at you. You got to shoot them. You're dodging traffic. It's it's super sick. Um, that being said, though, combat wise, it's a little different than most platinum games because you technically are not the like the main character feels heavy. If there's a word I could like, he doesn't feel like if you're expecting this to be like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry, he even, feels like an absolute be. unit. Yeah, you play as an absolute unit. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, you can character customize in this game. Uh, it's not much. Uh, you can only really customize hair, eye, skin color. And I think that's about it. Uh, and you can just be male or female. Um, hey, it's as good as a Pokemon game. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, it's probably better than any Pokemon yeah. game, actually. Um, but I chose male and I got purple hair with green eyes because that's how I imagine myself as an anime boy. You're, you're um, a total weeb. I, yeah, I know. I want purple, <laughs> dude. If I had the balls, I'd do purple hair. But my hair's not oh. long enough for it, and I don't cut it. I cut it too much to keep it to keep it like long enough to let people enjoy it. But anyways, um, so like the combat itself, you start off with just getting like a nightstick, and you're fighting these demon things, and it kind of and I felt like this is kind of awkward. First of all, the combat default, the uh, the default combat, the the attack button is ZR. Which is super fucking awkward because I kept my my muscle memory is trained to Y to do it. Which, by the way, you can change your your uh your uh button map not button mapping but the uh, yeah. controller preset to where that like Y is your attack and ZR is your dodge. So you can change that. So I was a little yeah. worried about that, but you can yeah, change that. The trigger is always the dodge on most of those games. Yeah, not in this, not by default in this game. So I'd still rather have, you have like to wait. be dodge then. ZL actually here's the thing ZL is where you have your legion your legion is the big gimmick of this game where there are these demonic things that the humanity is capturing by the way this is a post apocalyptic game this is not like modern Tokyo or something like apparently all humanity has been wiped out is this neo old Tokyo not neo Tokyo it's like an island I mean it's basically fucking Japan I guess it's like a man-made island somewhere in the ocean I don't know where it was it was like 5 in the morning when I played this game and um it's Mammon Island, and you're the last remnant of humanity. And humanity started capturing these demons with the astral chain to fight back. And so, basically, at least so far, you're at your the 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 legion, as they call it, the captured demon, is the one doing the cool stuff so far. Um, versus, you're kind of just like you can pull it back because you can. Uh, a game mechanic it seems that they hinted at early on is that. You can't keep the demon out too, or the legion out too long because it'll start getting annoyed and it won't listen to you. So you have to basically like let it rest, and you can do the attack. The demo, they like they they do like an intro, and it shows that you can you'll eventually start getting cool weapons yourself, and you'll be fighting alongside the demon or not the demon, the legion. So it looks like you're not. It's not like automated where like you're gonna the the uh, legion will do all the work. You're still gonna do it. It's just right now you're a rookie cop, so you have to learn how to do it. Uh, but yeah, I already love this game. Uh, I, I already love it. And I can't wait to do like more of the police, the police work itself. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I can't wait. It just has a great visual style. Um, yeah, that's, that's really all I got. I'm, I'm probably going to play more, uh, tonight if I can, if my energy doesn't start cracking, cause it probably will, but we'll see. We got a but, lot of news to get through today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Astral Chain. Definitely worth a shot. Please buy it. Support Platinum. Don't be a review bombing asshole. <clears throat> cool. Um, so what I've I've been up to? I've mostly been binge watching TV shows this past week. 
Um, I'm not going to talk about them. Just that's most of what I've been doing. Uh, I've been playing some Kiwami Two, uh, Yakuza Kiwami Two, and I'll just share one anecdote. Uh, there was a side quest where I bump into a visitor from Korea, and he's like, "Show me around Kamurocho, uh, Kamurocho," and uh, the first place he wants to go is uh, a Japanese porn place to watch like Japanese porn. It's so weird. Uh, but then you show him around like other places and stuff, and then he gives you money, and then he fucks off. Um, I guess maybe he's in some of the later games, because he says, like, he kind of alludes to it. If you're ever in my neck of the woods, I'll show you your name. Um, so there's that. I played some Control that came out. I was, I was, so I really like Remedy. Like, they're one of my favorite studios. Uh, ever since Max Payne came out. I've just been playing all their games. And I didn't know if I was going to get this one, because I'm trying to be uh, tight on money. But I eventually broke down and bought it. And um, I'm a little disappointed I didn't get to try out the race, uh, ray tracing. Like, as soon as I activate that, it just crashes my game. So I have to play it. Ray tracing is intense. But it is very intense. I need a better card. I need, like, a 2070. But the story itself is pretty cool. It, it's very vague. Um... There's like a, a uh, not the FBI, but it's like their version of FBI, but it's about control. And it's about the, controlling um, supernatural. The BFI. The, the FIB. <laughs> the <IBF>. um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, But it's about controlling like supernatural powers and stuff. Um, there's like objects of power, they call them OOPs. Like there's a lot, a lot of made up stuff like that, like uh, acronyms to make it all sound fancy. But um, it's kind of weird. The main character, it's a third-person action game, and the main character talks to you, but you don't know if she's talking to you you, or you something else. So it's kind of got like a weird second-person narration to it almost, um, which is really interesting. Like you don't, you don't see a lot of games trying to go for that kind of narration, or any works in media, really. Um, and... So, the first object of power you get is a gun, and an example of this narration is, you can walk up to the gun, and before you pick it up, she says, you really want me to pick up the murder weapon? <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, pick it up. Um, and there's also another object in the game that gives you your force powers. Um, this game, it basically, it's basically force powers. Like, you can pick stuff up, and use kinetic powers, and shoot stuff at enemies and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. There's no, like, uh, ammo in this game, like, your gun regenerates. So you kind of have to, like, use your resources wisely, um, until it comes back. Um, and your force powers in this is, uh, a disc. You find a floppy disc, and for some reason, it, like, goes into your body, and now you can use force powers. It's really weird. Um, uh, there's a thing called the council. You don't know what it is. It just talks to her while she's in this other dimension. Like, there's a lot of weird, super supernatural, super um, normal stuff happening. I hear it's kind of like uh, a Metroidvania, and I kind I kind of see the the elements of that in this, where you go to one area, get your your weapon or your ability, and then you could progress through the, that area. But then you see areas that are uh, sectioned off, and you can clearly see that you can get something eventually later to come back and open up that area. So, there's probably uh, yeah, Metroidvania elements in this. That doesn't I, I can't. 
yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to playing some more of this. The map, I'm not too big on because it's like you can bring up the map, but you can't um, like examine it. Like you can't like open it up and take a look at it. You play while the map is up, which is weird. Oh, um, yeah, I, I know. That's I'm not, not a very Metroidvania. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, but um, I don't know. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll change because like from what I see of the map, the the first map that you get, anyways. It's just a couple of places, and I've been to, like, 90% of them already, so I assume that's not all there is. Um, and the way that they're making, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, making an excuse for, like, having the, having you explore more areas is that the building itself changes. It's, like, um, there's control points that you can go up to. They're basically your fast travel points, and you can cleanse it, and then it'll make everything in the area turn normal, and that's, like, its natural state. But the entire building itself just modifies and stuff. And there's a couple shots on the outside where you can't see the entire building. And it kind of looks like it goes off forever, like, upwards. So they're playing a lot with uh, space and uh, time. Um, yeah, there's some really cool stuff in this. Uh, it, it very much plays with space and time in this game, which is very interesting. Huh. Um, yeah, I can't wait to play more of that. I was going to play some before this, but I didn't... I didn't have enough time. I had to get ready for the show. Believe it or not, I actually have to get ready for the show, which is interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, me and uh, Justin played a little bit of Gears 4, a couple of levels. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not. Uh, I mean, it's Gears 1, but prettier, honestly. Like, it's not as different <laughs> as I expected it to be. Yeah, controls are about the same. You have the same kind of guns. Um... There's some cool. You like the characters there, more, but for the most part, it's like a little more polished. Like it wasn't so jank. There's still some jank. What do you think about the? Huh? What do you think about the fabricator? I don't. I didn't need it. Like as a gameplay element. Uh, you don't get yeah, enough they, ammo. I feel like they they put the fabricator in to justify not giving you as much ammo in the game because it feels like you're constantly running out. Yeah, it feels like you're constantly. Which is kind of annoying. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I, I feel like when I was playing it for the first time, the Fabricator was a way to make you play the Horde mode mm. of this game in single player, um, which is interesting. Uh, instead of breaking out into it. Like, there's obviously the breakout into the other mode, but they want to include that in the game. Yeah. I mean, when you put um, the development time into a new mode, you want to make sure people play it. Yeah. But... I'm re- I'm really interested in like hearing all these reports about the new uh-huh. game, how it's like an open world RPG. That sounds wild to me. Yeah, I wouldn't have played it um, if it wasn't for Game Pass, but now I, I actually am like legitimately curious about the new game. Yeah, um, I would have played it either regardless because that's a game that I play with my dad. So, cool. So you know, it's a fun couch co-op shooter. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um. Yeah. You like the characters in the new one. I, I don't. I, I like only one of them, which is the girl. I don't remember her name. Kate? Yeah, oh. Kate. I like that they're not yeah. characters. I didn't necessarily say I like them. Like I think they're really interesting characters. I just said that I like that they're more fleshed out. Like They're not stereotypes. Yeah. They feel like they have room to grow as people, rather than just like, oh, I know exactly what you are like from the first interaction, and I won't get anything more out of you for the rest of this game. That's all. 
because like they've already had more like emotional resonance like with the stuff that happened in in the town and then you know meeting marcus and like it just it feels like it's a more mature story that they're trying to tell yeah they tried doing that stuff in two and three especially with dom's wife and then when dom sacrifices himself for marcus uh, they're like there's like big emotional story beats mm-hmm. later on in the series, but um, yeah, they're most or more or less the same kind of character. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. So moving on into the news, uh, just a quick follow up with the Nintendo uh, Switch trade-in program. Apparently, there what there's no <laughs> Nintendo Switch trade-in program. Uh, it, was, it was fake news. It was literally fake news. I don't understand what the story is. So, there were reports. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. There were there were reports that, that we talked about last. Was it last week or two? Last I week. I think it might have been two weeks ago. Uh, if you bought a, it, yeah, if you bought a switch after July something, because the new switch model with the better battery oh, life system yeah, coming okay. out, you would get a free one. But apparently, that is not true. Yeah, it was like you can so, send it in and they'll replace it with the new one. Yeah, I remember that now. Uh, Nintendo spokesperson explained we do not have a Nintendo Switch exchange program. We always want players to enjoy the Nintendo Switch systems and every, anything ever gets in the way of that, we encourage them to visit support.nintendo.com and to contact our customer support team. So there you go. See, at um, first I thought this was like the GameStop thing because they were doing uh, like a $225 trade-in value or something uh, towards like anything. Like when you trade your Switch in, you get $225. And so people... You can buy a new yeah, Switch. people using that towards the new model to pay like $75 for the, you know, quote-unquote upgrade. Because it's not a better version, but like the better it's battery... It's just a better battery. Is, is That's nice. a good deal for some people. So mm-hmm. like, I thought it was something like that. And I was like, no, that that was confirmed. Like, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't read the story, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on, I'm going to talk about Destiny real quick. Uh, <laughs> there was some news that came out regarding the season pass for Destiny going forward. And um, there's going to be two different tiers of uh, season pass, basically. The free version and the premium version. Um, if you're going into Shadowkeep this year, you already have the premium version for the new season. Um, but <sighs> there's a lot of things about this I don't really like. Uh, for example, uh, season pass owners, they immediately get a new exotic on rank one, uh, and it's a new hand cannon. Uh, I, I, I don't like that because I, I feel like you should earn your exotics. Like, if you get the quest for it, I would have been way better for that. But having to just immediately get it by buying the season pass, kind of, kind of weird. Um, Eventually, later on in the season, like the last four weeks or so, they, they're talking about having it so that you can buy ranks for the season pass. So you can eventually just end up buying everything that's in that pass instead of playing for it. Which is going to appeal to some people, like people that don't have a lot of time and just want to buy, buy stuff. I don't know who, who those people are. It could are. Be even be like people that try to play it but run out of time. It's so like, well, crap, I can still buy right. it. Like it's, it's giving options. I don't think yeah, works. I know it's it's. I don't have a problem with it uh, myself. I just don't know people that. I I personally just don't know people that yeah. like that. Um, oh, there are. 
There's people that were buying I know, I anything know. in a game. There's weirdos out there. Uh, another thing that I don't like about their ideas for new for the seasons going forward is that they're gonna rotate out events. And so, for example, uh, this past se- uh, the past uh, year, one of the seasons was season of uh, the Black Armory. And the event in that was the Forges. They're basically three rounds, two rounds of throwing balls at a forge and the final round of killing a boss. And they would rotate that out as soon as that season was over and put in the new events, um, Gambit Prime and Reckoning. And they say the reason they're doing this is so that the game isn't always um, growing bigger and bigger and becoming a larger file size on your computer and they can handle the data uh, easier. I just don't. I feel like removing content from your game is not a good, good way to go about it. I don't know. <laughs> I think when it becomes a games of service, it's not about <coughs> removing content. It's about providing a service. So it's like it's the Netflix model. You know, when Netflix gets rid of a movie and adds a different movie, it's not removing content from Netflix. It's just changing out. This is what's available on that service for that month. It's a different way of thinking yeah, this, about it. This also affects things like, um, like your triumphs, um, your titles and seals. So you can't. So it's not confirmed that it's going to affect them. But if they're talking, the way they're talking about it, sounds like it would. Um, and some of the things I w- would not expect them to take out would be raids and stuff like that, like more yeah. end game kind of stuff. If they if they took out the raid, that would be really stupid. They're not going to take out the um, prime content. No. Um, and what they would do is they would put the the weapons that come from and like the armor and the gear and stuff that come from that season into the the gunsmith at a later time, so you can eventually get that stuff, which is a good idea if they're going to go forward with this. But I don't want to miss out on stuff that, like, hey, they came up with a really good idea and they executed it really well. Why are you going to get rid of it? I don't know. To rotate it back in eventually. Are they? You'd assume. What's the point in developing <laughs> I would, I wouldn't assume that. Get rid of it forever? That's... You know what they say about people assume? They assume the position and get buff-fuck in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't assume that. I don't know. Um, but you're also a pessimist, so. Aren't we all? No. <laughs> I'm a realist. It's the same thing, just with a I'm fancier I'm a realist work. with cynical tendencies, but I try to come at things with, like, from all angles. <laughs> yeah, spread that comment everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, the season pass itself, I'm not against, uh, other than just, like, gaining um, engrams for each level up. You'll be gaining um, uh, seasonal levels, and you'll be getting the stuff that comes with that level. Uh, so, for example, you get a uh, twenty-five shards if you have the premium uh, version for level twenty-one, and so on and so forth. Um, they are putting exotic engrams in that again. Not sure how to feel about that, but I already have all exotics, so it doesn't really affect me. I might as well share the love, I guess. I think the paid people should get better rewards. If you're, I mean, if yeah, you're they not are going to pay. You should have to put more work in to get the same results. Yeah, yeah. but this is America. Right. Yeah. Capitalist country. They are. Um, no, what I'm saying is that as a consumer, they're going to like, I want the free, I'm paying, I'm... No, yeah. man. Yeah, it goes. 
They are already, though. Like, uh, they're going to be getting the armor and the weapons faster than people that didn't pay. And they're going to be getting exotic ships and stuff at the end of it. Uh, there's 100 levels to get in each season. So, mm. I mean, it's always going to be a balancing uh, apparent- act. Like, when, it fir- when something first goes free-to-play, they have to figure out that balance. This is going to be yeah. the janky season. While people complain, they take in user feedback, and then they say, we're listening, like there's- a year down the road. Yeah. And Bungie's been really good with that over the last year. Uh, it's just, you know, it's worrisome because there's things happening that we're not going to know until it comes to fruition and see what happens. So, just a little cautious. That's yeah. All. But it's fine. It's my opinion. Destiny 3 in a year. <laughs> um, all right. Um, see, that was a cynical side. <laughs> right. Um,. I have a Mortal Kombat story. Was that from this week or yeah. last week? It's more casting announcements for the movie. Okay. <laughs> more yes. casting announcements for more Mortal Kombat. Ah, so, that was a reach. <laughs> um, so we have the cast of Sonya Blade and Kano. And... And... Oh, there was... Who, uh, there was another I didn't think there was anything else. But they didn't say who they're playing. Uh, there was another actor, but they didn't say who he's playing, I guess. Oh, Louis Tan. Yeah. Like, everyone assassins. knows who Louis Tan Probably. is. He was up for Shang, uh, Shang-Chi. Right. Everyone knows who that yeah. is. He's, do we have a Scorpion? We have a Scorpion no, already, No, the, the right? theory is he's probably Scorpion. Yeah. But that, that would be kind of a waste, because I feel like they would just want, like, a, you know, a stuntman in a... And a suit for that. Yeah, no, but Scorpion has like an arc, though. Like, if so you plan to be Zero, and he's just a stunt man. I mean, like he's an actor, but he's best known for yeah, his stunt they, work. Scorpion has the better arc. Scorpion has a real arc. Yeah, he also has a modulated voice and a skull for a head. That's awesome. I'm just saying, you don't need an actor <laughs> for that. Uh, but he talk. can also be Shang Tsung, so that's cool. But anyway, yeah. uh, we've got Jessica Necknemi, Nick, Nick, I don't know how to say that name, as Sonya Blade, and uh, Josh Lawson as Kano. Um, and the reason mm. I put this in here is because, you know, we'd been talking about, uh, like, kind of fan casting and everything, and all of these picks have felt very TV grade. Um, like, it, there, there's some movie people in here, but they're not, like, big name movie people they're like you know hey this person was in a movie in a supporting role but was mostly tv um and so it's like i was hoping for like chris hemsworth or something as kano like a you know one of the australian guys that we know um yeah but if they're going for like a mostly you know lesser known cheaper like tv cast there's some good picks in here still like just kind of going visually um (coughs) But Josh Lawson is who I specifically wanted to talk about because he's he's done a few things that I know, and he definitely has that kind of smarmy dick quality, um, and honestly looks quite a bit like a like a Kano character if he just bulks up a little bit. Yeah, and if Kano wasn't like a drug dealer, yeah, yeah, he looks like classic Kano. I'll I'll, I'll say, um, but I don't know. There, there's some surprise, like no one I would have ever guessed. But there's some surprising picks in here. Yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat's a like a like basically the story is like a B like schlock, oh yeah like martial arts seventies movie. So like this, these these choices are fine. Like let it be what it's supposed to be. 
Don't try to make it high art. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so the, it's just crazy. This movie is movie is coming together so quickly. Like it's actually happening. Yeah, I they can't come back now. <laughs> yeah, I just hope they get the licensing for the like. I know it's a reboot, but you better use that Mortal Kombat song. Uh, like I kind of want a new one. No, no. Why? Why do you want change? Too much is changing already. So let's. They can put the classic in there, like as a remix. Let's get a re. Okay, have a new a remix. Theme. There you go. Fine. No, no. Just no put the classic theme. in there, like as a like a credit no. song or something. What are you doing? No. Why? Why do you want to? Why, why fix something that's not broken? Uh, whatever. Um, anyway, the thing that kind of disappoints me is like so far all of the cast announcements are like classic characters, like. I mean, yeah, it's more the same characters that they have every time. Like, let's get some new faces in there, you know, some some ones that haven't been on the big screen yet. I mean, go see this movie and make Mortal Kombat two. Yeah, because I have a feeling it is just going to be those like main eight. Although Jax is technically Mortal Kombat two, so there's that. Yeah, well, in the in the game they like he's on the island, so it's in the original game he wasn't right. So. But he's been kind of like retconned as an original. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nine is the new nine is the mm-hmm. new starting point. So, but nine had a Kulao lot of awesome. characters too, like new, True. which I don't. Like Ermac. Ermac. New was not in. New was not in the in in that like that Shang Tsung Island part. He was no, but in, he was in because he the, he was part of nine. No, right, right, right. But the, I'm pretty sure they're only going to tell the Shang Tsung Island stuff. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's like we'll see his head get ripped out by Scorpion, uh, and how he and maybe in the sequel we'll see we will see hopefully we'll see. Yeah, that's true. Right. I guess they have to keep it pretty but, simple so they they can get a sequel. They can't go too crazy. Yeah, but. and then you go big budget for the third one when like Shao Kahn's invading. Oh Earth yeah, Prime. that'd be awesome. You you go Game of Thrones Game of Thrones on that. Show. I'm just saying it's a little disappointing. I kind of wanted a little more character variety. Yeah, I, I get you, but maybe this time we'll actually get fatalities. Oh, they said that it's going to be R rated with fatalities. Oh right, right. Do we know what the budget is for this? Cause... I'm pretty sure they haven't said. It's, I mean, it's, it's probably low, super but low. they're saving money on the cast. That's why they're going, like, you know, budget TV people. I wonder if they're going to, like, if Goro's, Goro has to be in it, right? They like, should. They have to splurge like gotta on have... a few things. Yeah. Because that would be, like, a good, like, kind of <clears throat> final. Like, you know, you have fairly normal characters, and then, like, yeah. the end of, like, they have Goro come out and, like, just rip someone's limbs off. Like, all four limbs off at oh, once. Be... Something like that. You, you know who would have been a great voice for Goro but he's passed, he's he's gone, is uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. I think he would have been great as Goro. He could have been, like, mocap for Goro. He's big enough. Probably, yeah. He's, he was. Um, just um, get Josh Brolin to play Goro? <laughs> no. <laughs> get uh, Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something Goro would say in Harvey Firestein's yeah. voice, but it's not coming out. He <laughs> does not compute. But no, put Goro... Seriously, movie producers, because we know you listen to our show. Put Goro in this movie. He belongs there. Or Shiva, if you want a lady. They could do both. I think they could do both. Maybe not like she doesn't fight, but like she's like just yeah. there. Nice cameo. They could do a ton of cameos. Oh, yeah. I think they will. In this. That's how they'll, we'll get some of those other characters in. Yeah. All right, Ben, talk about Mega Man Zero. Yeah, so coming January 2020 on the Mega Man guy. What is the Mega Man guy? My name is Zero. (laughs) 
<laughs> Too late. He handed the segment off to me, Whatever. so it's I think it's he put mine. the story in here. I can't remember. Yeah, I I think I did. I saw the trailer like, first, like when it was leaked. I just wasn't gonna put a leaked yeah, story yeah. in. Yeah, so I was official, so I'm a good news boy. So yeah, uh, out of seemingly out of nowhere, Capcom just dropped this uh, Mega Man Zero ZX collection uh, that's coming out next year. Uh, it's gonna have Mega Man Zeros one through four. And uh, the ZX games, uh, which were like the final, I think there's two yeah. of them. Uh, yeah. So which were originally DS games. Uh, so this is this is cool. It, it's not much to say other than that it comes out January 21st. No price yet. Uh, there is a physical edition and there's a limited edition in Japan. But I hope it gets a physical edition in the West because, come on, I already have the Legacy collections on X and Classic. Like, give me zero. And it's coming um, to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Yes. Exactly, it's coming to everywhere, just like other collections. So now you will literally be able to play all the core 2D platform Mega Man's that are like, like that initial play style from Classic to X to Zero. It's it'd be kind of cool to play through all of them in a go. Like that would be kind of badass. I won't do that because that's insane. But it's just, it's that's neat. I think that's that's finally cool because I didn't think they were gonna do this. And and the fun thing about the DS one, uh, the ZX games, is that they're actually gonna include the touchpad, the touchscreen mechanic it's, it's like in the bottom right of your switch screen or, if, or i guess i'm assuming it's the switch screen or whichever yeah, they're modifying it so like you can play the whole game without touch controls um yeah. but the bottom screen can still act as a map yeah which i think is i think is neat um i own the zero collection that the one they released for mm. ds uh actually i got a free because amazon fucked up a christmas that year and they gave everybody 20 bucks like here <laughs> shut up give us more money uh and i bought it that way and i only beat the first two Started three, just, it's, um, it's, by the way, these games are fucking yeah. hard. Like, they're hard. Like, they're gonna kick your ass. Uh, so just go into warning. But I, even though I already own, uh, the collection on, on DS, I will buy it again just for the Advent, uh, the Advent games, because I don't own those. I don't think they're the that ZX expensive. Yeah, the Z, Z, I don't know why I'm saying Advent Advent's the something. second game. What a good Mega That's Man fan right. you are. <laughs> I, never, I never played them. Hey, I'm the one who got assigned the story, so I'm talking about it. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy this collection just because of those two games, uh, and it'd be nice to have all the actual good, uh, not good because they're not all good, <laughs> all the actual core like Mega Man's on one system. And that's that's neat. That's neat. I'm sorry, I like novelty shit like that. Yeah, I think like I also think this is really cool. Uh, Mega Man Zero was actually the first Mega Man game I ever beat. Um, I was really proud of myself and did an LP on it. So I was like, okay, I have to beat it. Like I'm on, you know, I'm like being recorded. I already had one, like my, my first let's play, I think was Mega Man X4 and I didn't beat it. Um, like I just, I rage I quit. Say, that. I it was actually, I, I still really it. enjoyed that series. Cause I had a lot of fun with the last episode of like rage quitting instead of beating it. But, um, but yeah, so I was like, I'm determined to beat it this time. I'm not going to fail another Mega Man let's play. Um, but I've only like played a little bit of two. I think I remember it being a little more nonlinear and I got lost and I never, I don't remember playing three or four. I might've like, you know, loaded them up and then not gotten very far, but I specifically remember two. And then I think I tried, I think I like have a ROM of ZX advent, but I don't really remember it that well. I don't know too much about either of those games, honestly. A lot of people swear by them. Of, of yeah, I've heard they're good. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, so I'm actually really excited to try all these because I want to actually go through all of them and beat them in order. 
I've beaten all the yeah. X games now. I have to beat all the Zero games now. And I would, I, I will, I would consider I will say the X that, also in the Zero series, especially since they're yeah. part of this now. Yeah, uh, and I think it actually concludes the story. Um, by the way, if you're an X fan and you never played the Zero games, like it actually continues yeah. from X. Like it picks up from that like a hundred years or something like that. Um, it's it's cool. Like there's some they do some interesting thing with X, and it's kind of mm-hmm. shocking. And that's why like um, it would be hard to do diff- another X game, you know. I think they would need a new series because, like, they had basically you know Mega Man X and then Mega Man Zero and then Mega Man ZX. So I think they would just need a new Mega series, 11. like after the ZX games. Yeah, I, I want I want X back, man. I don't care how they do it. It doesn't. It doesn't they could bring fit. the characters back, like just in a new future. Like go even further in the future. They should just no. bring Legends back. They should also. What's Legends? Oh yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm really upset that tweet didn't get traction. Damn it, that was funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't follow you. He yeah. tweeted about <laughs> legends. Yeah. No, I, like it is kind of shitty though. Like, cause like nobody cares about the GBA ones. Um, that's a shot. Uh, that like let like ZX zero uh, zero game zero fans X fans collect classic fans. They get their collections. But the Legends fans, who only have two, it only it wouldn't be that hard to do it. <laughs> well, just sitting there, just real like, quick, I'll get back to Legends. I did have a comment on that, but I wanted to say real quick that um, the only reason I could beat Mega Man Zero on my Let's Play was because I was save scumming the crap out of it by the end. Um, so I love that this collection has the save assist feature, uh, also the, ah. the casual mode. But I I don't want to use that. That's like where you can't die, basically. But I do want to yeah, use the save fun. assist because that comes in major handy in some points. Oh my god! So yeah. like that's gonna really that's why I'm actually want to beat these games now because I can do it that way. But on the Legends front, I think they actually, I think they'll probably do like a a Battle Network collection first because those games are super popular for some reason. Um, and yeah, I mean they're good games, but they'd probably split that up. They'd be able to get some more money out of them because they're milking the Mega Man franchise for all it's worth right now. There's a there's like five. Of them? No, there was. What are you talking about? Six of those, and then like three of the uh, like Star Force games or whatever they were called on DS. Yeah, nobody cares about Star yeah, Force. But that's the th- least again. About that's one. a similar situation where it's a continuation of Battle Network. So they would put those together oh. too. Um, so I think they would probably do like a two two thing collection where it's like one through four or something that were all the GBA ones, and then they would do the all the DS games together. So like. Uh, five and six, and the Star Force games. It'd be kind of a weird way to split okay. it, but yeah, that um, is weird. But but I don't know how else you do it. I think there was only six because yeah. like there was also they started doing the Pokemon thing where there was like two different versions of the games, and a few of them were actually like drastically different. So then you'd have to probably include both versions, and that would complicate so it. Maybe even you further. just do a Battle Network collection and then just do a, a Star Force collection. I doubt there's many that that many Mega Man clamoring for a Star Force collection. I don't even know. But if you is. left them out, it would be the same situation with people mad about Legends. Like, there when there's fans for something and they feel rejected, like, what do you do? I think there are more fans for Legends than Star Force. Honestly, I'm just saying you probably have to put it out still. Yeah, probably, <clears> but I would hope Legends gets it before because that's that's what you do. Like, look at the the Mega Man X collection. You know, that was, you could buy them separately. You could do, what was it, one through four and then five through eight? Or was it, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And 
there was people that just bought the first part because they only cared about one through four. But they knew that they could, you know, get people to buy them all together, even though some of that yeah. collection suck, um, because they would want to get all of them. So it's like they could get some people that don't care about the Star Force games to get them by pairing them with some of the Battle Network games that they do like. That's what I'm talking about. All right. But um, unless you're unless you're about to wrap up, you're gonna I was. I didn't get to my Legends okay. thing because we got distracted. Okay. Um, but I think the reason that they haven't done Legends yet is because they're actually going to put out like a Legends HD remaster collection. So like it's like you said, it's only two games. It shouldn't be that hard to put oh, out. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not bad anymore. Honestly, those games hold up. I've been playing them on the PlayStation Classic, and like that graphic style is great still. But I think you could do a really good job at just kind of smoothing it out. Like you wouldn't even have to do that much of an upres or anything. Smooth it out, make it widescreen, or put bars like they've been doing with the Final Fantasy remasters. Um, yeah, that's what my plan. And update the control scheme a little bit, and re-release them, and they would do really well. But you can't just drop the collection out like you can with the others. I don't think you'd have to do a little more work. So, if they do that and maybe try to drum up some more support for Legends Three, that could work a lot better than just here have these two games. That's what I'm saying. Okay, eh, it's Capcom, so yeah. who knows. Uh, moving on, we have Borderlands coming over to Fortnite. I don't. I just put this in here because I didn't know that they were doing this like Rift Zone thing. Now it's kind of cool. Like I haven't played Fortnite in forever, okay. but it's like parts of the map just transform into other areas. I guess okay. none of us knew Fortnite. Huh? We, we don't. I we don't play Fortnite. <laughs> Not anymore. I deleted it from my Switch. Yeah, I it, I might still have it on there. I don't remember. But it's just... it's, it's This, this was a pretty cool trailer. Like, the idea that it just kind of, like, opens up and, like, it's... You're just walking into Borderlands world, basically. Uh, with, like, new enemy types, new weapons, all kinds of stuff. That's a really cool idea as a way to, like, open up all kinds of crossover op- opportunities with different games and stuff. Um, and I know they're doing it because it's an Epic exclusive and they're, you know, they can get a sweet deal that way, but it's one of the most logical crossovers I've seen in a while, but I guess you guys don't know anything about it, so we don't have to talk about it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, speaking of a game that we've all played and know about Mario Kart, Mario Kart Tour is, uh, coming on out in September 25th on iOS and Android devices. Uh, you can pre-order now on your iOS. That's so weird to me. Pre-ordering a free-to-play game? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, on, on Android, they call it, like, pre-registering, so, like, it'll automatically download as soon as you, yeah. like, oh, you tap. A, that's that's yeah. weird. So but weird. what's cool is, like, did you guys watch the trailer for this? I did oh. not see the trailer. Okay. Um, so the, the beta trial thingy that I tried was just, like, kind of a few retro courses that have been, you know, reworked for this game. Um, and it was fine, but, like, there was nothing new to it. Like, it was all the same characters, tracks you know, just kind of on your phone. But this trailer actually showed a lot of cool new features. Uh, like, there's new courses that are based on real-world locations, hence the the tour name. Um, so they're, like, kind of, you know, Mario Kart versions of, like... Uh, Paris, and I think there was like a Japanese thing in there, <clears throat> like a 
like a something in Greece. I, I couldn't really tell what they were. Um, I'm just kind of going off of the uh, the banner they put out with the release date. Um, but there was like a like a New Donk City looking type place, and just I don't know. I I didn't expect new courses from this game. Honestly, I thought it was like going to be a cash in, you know, relying on retro courses. And then to go along with that, there's uh, costumes you can put onto the characters that are like kind of based on those different places you can go. So like they showed Mario in like a nice suit, like a mobster suit. Um, and like, there was like a pastry chef look and some, some different things. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that's going to go into the, you know, the free to play mechanics where like you buy these cosmetics for the characters to wear and stuff, but it's, it's still kind of cool. Like when you're playing online against other people, it gives you a little bit of, you know, personality to it customization um and then the best part is that diddy kong is playable again for the first time in 11 years love diddy kong is a playable character who's diddy kong i never heard of shut him up. he knew character shut up shut up shut up shut up, shut up. <laughs> is he like donkey should, kong jr i feel like they should give this kid his own game he, he sounds like he got spunk give you spunk yeah <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I don't know. It looks it looks better than I thought it did from the trial thing. Uh, speaking of older games, you got Lion King and Aladdin bundle coming. This is so weird. HD HD remix. Yeah, it is weird. I have one. I have one thing to say about this. I cannot wait for the news articles to come out saying that the Lion King is the Dark Souls of cartoon platformers. Uh, I mean, it's gonna fucking it happen. Is. It, it is. It always was. I've never beat any of these games. No, yeah, but it's just the Dark Souls thing is going to come back again. I just can't wait to block all these websites again for the month. My favorite thing um, is that it's just... multiple versions of the games. That is awesome. Yeah, that's neat. Except yeah, for the it's... SNES version. I have my Super Nintendo Classic, so I don't have to worry about that. I thought it was Genesis, SNES, and Game Boy. Uh, I know it's Game Boy. I know it's Genesis. I don't know what the other one is. I think it's... But... There's only three versions of the games as far as I know. I don't know. Everywhere I'm seeing, they're like, this, they're, too bad there's no SNES movie. Well, I'm, watch, they I'm are watching the trailer. They are including a trade show demo. They don't list what versions are in the trailer, which is stupid. They, really? Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Well, I think the Genesis version is better, honestly. Yeah. It has the better music. The Genesis versions of each are the, are the best ones, but multiple game versions. Oh, huh. the Super Nintendo has fun platforming stuff, for sure. Well, I'll say that the, like, the top, like, the middle Aladdin option looks just like the right Aladdin option, but in color. <laughs> so would it be, like, Dream... Or, or not Dreamcast. Genesis, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy? Because that's a waste. That That is a it's, I mean, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, there's no difference besides color. Right. But the Lion King at least looks like SNES, Genesis, and Game Boy. Let me, let me try and do a little more searching while you guys talk about this. Uh... I'm just kind of scrolling. But the one cool thing they put in here is like a watch mode where you can just skip to different parts of the game. So like oh. you can like watch through a level that you're having problems with, see it completed, and then start at the no, next level. No! That's... God, now kids can actually skip the giraffe level? Fuck y'all! I mean, it's... I had to use... I had to use a Game Genie cheat to get past that level so I could keep playing the game. Hey, man, like... Even if you beat that part of the game, the game gets harder. Whatever gets people... <laughs> To actually like beat these games for the first time like did you did you know that and i learned this recently that in order to beat scar in the lion king because i never got that far in the kid 
you actually there's a maneuver that Simba uses in the game where he tosses people. You actually have to use that in the game to beat Scar. Nowhere in the game does it tell you how to fucking do that move. You kind of have to guess. Yeah. Just saying, the Dark Souls are coming back. That's all. I look forward to it. Uh, did I die? I think I died. No, 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 no. no. You're still... It looks like it's Genesis, Mega Drive, and Game Boy. I was gonna say it was probably Mega Drive, but that's just the same thing as Genesis. Yeah, it's, it's just an, it's just once a different. Region. It's just one place slower than the other. Oh God! Why would or you do just that people to using Mega Drive instead of Genesis. I'm just seeing that SNES we isn't know. included. Yeah, it's it's so weird to not include the SNES version. That's I guess there's weird. licensing issues. Because yeah, that's why Capcom heard made like ported them or made them or whatever for the SNES, and Virgin I think made the Genesis yeah. ones. Yeah, and so the Genesis yeah. ones are just owned by Disney, whereas the SNES ones are co-owned by Capcom and Disney, which causes licensing yeah. issues. Yeah, You're telling me Disney can't go into well, yeah, they're not really on yeah the Marvel yeah never mind. So it's like just <laughs> throw some money at them like here give us our fucking well, here we'll license it there you go. But then it's weird that the Game Boy versions aren't like that unless that, that's not like Game Gear is it? it be, oh god, are these no. all Sega versions? What version? Like I don't think it is. I think they're Game Boy. Why couldn't they just come out with a comprehensive list of like here's what's available? And it's available in a month. That's so stupid. I don't know, bro. Uh, I mean, I'm not getting these because it's a waste of forty bucks. It is. Like maybe it's on sale for like fifteen, and I want to hurt. I want to hate myself for an hour. Sure. I like all the uh, the museum stuff that's included, but that's not enough for me to. Can watch the films off of YouTube. Plunk, plunk down the money. Like it's got the trade show demo version. Play Wait for Disney time. Plus to come out and rewatch that. Aladdin was on Game Gear, so it might be that. Ugh, no, no, Game Gear isn't want... black and white. No, Game Gear is color. That's what I'm saying. That middle no, version Ga- of Aladdin that I thought was oh, Game Boy. I thought you said. I thought you said it was Mega Drive. Well, Mega Drive is Genesis. Oh, yeah, there's three versions. Yeah, so it's Genesis, system. Game Gear, yep. and Game Boy, probably. But. The- the Mega Drive version is... Why would you have two handheld... Oh my god, this collection already sounds it's... bad. <laughs> it's like... It's um... like, oh, that's cool, and then the more you think about it, it's like, wait... It's I mean, the really. Genesis version is fine enough. Like, Aladdin Genesis as Mega Drive is fine enough. But, like, it's such an odd choice. Alright, um... and then Lion King was on... Oh boy. Genesis, SNES, I NES, that... Game Boy, Windows, Amiga, Game Gear, and Master System. It's the Amiga. So again, that's probably Genesis. Wait, is Master System different from Genesis? Master System no, it's is the same thing. One. It's a different name. No, Master System is the eight-bit version. Yes, it is. That the Master System is. Uh, I think it made it right. Okay. Yeah, Mega Drive is the is the European Japanese. So that might be like Genesis Master System and Game Boy. Why would you play an eight bit game though? That's trash. For different right. versions. We we need to move on. We won't figure this out just by looking at these. Yeah. Disney <laughs> just put out a fucking list. God, we that's all you had to do. This. Who's the copy editor? Who couldn't put a list together? Come on. Jesus it's probably Christ, people doing man. sleuthing. Probably this. I mean, like it's already officially announced, so they couldn't put out a press release. Come on. 
so let's the, the, uh, go into this other mystery of Telltale Games being revived. Uh, so Telltale Games, which shut down last year, is being revived after its assets were purchased by a company called LCG Entertainment. The uh, new company will sell some of the Telltale's back catalog and will work on new games based on a few Telltale-associated properties, as well as new licenses. Uh, this... What properties? All the properties were licensed products. No, they came up with... Um, they... I'm pretty sure they had some stuff. Uh, okay. It does list one. Uh, more well- it says, as well as full rights to original Telltale, Telltale games such as Puzzle Agent. Yeah, Puzzle Agent. I don't know Agent. that is, but... That was, that was okay. Um, an interview with Polygon oddly confirmed that the new business has back catalog rights to the licensed property of The Wolf Among Us and Batman, as well as full rights to original Telltale games such as Puzzle Agent. Uh, there are other expired licenses that we're looking at, he said. Uh, also, they're selling the back catalog stuff, so they'll just rake in the money from selling the back catalog. Some of the licenses have reverted back to the original owners or have been bought up by other people. Like Walking Dead was bought by Skybound. They released Season 3. Um, yeah. Stranger Things reverted back to Netflix. Uh, there was going to be a Stranger Things Telltale game if you didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Netflix is still working on that or if they decided not to, but there's other properties that they're not sure of the status of such as Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Minecraft. That's pretty much it. But this just, I thought this was kind of a weird thing. They're like, we think that there's still a market for adventure games. So we wanted to, you know, grab this this legacy. Because it was probably cheap enough, honestly. It, like, <laughs> But they're not back. Like, the, What made Telltale, Telltale were the people No, it's it like and, Atari being Well, they are... Yeah, they're not really... They're going to buy... They're going to bring back some of the original developers as uh, freelancers. Yeah, it's not the... Uh, just, why not just hire them all on this full... That's because they probably want teams, like, game by game. Because um, it sounds like they're, like they're going to try to stay small and then just, like, w- build out from there because they don't want to get too big too quick because they don't necessarily know what they're doing yet. Uh, yeah, because then you'll just have the same problem right. again. They need to work for scale in a way that Telltale didn't. Telltale's hemorrhaging money like crazy. There's a lot of information about that out there. About why they failed. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it. Yes, we did. I don't remember any of it, but yeah. we did. So the point is, they're trying to be better. It says, uh, uh, they did an amazing job building a company. Uh, we're certainly working very hard not to make similar mistakes. <laughs> this is a viable business that went away due to the market conditions of some scale choices. Uh, I like the I like games that tell stories, and I think the industry should have companies specializes in narrative driven games. Um, there's a quote here about I like the idea of binge watching. Uh, I don't know where that's from. Uh, they said we're gonna we'll probably keep the concept of episodes, but with different pacing. This is a different world okay. from a media consumption standpoint. We need to look at how people like to entertain themselves. I like the concept of binge watching. So the idea is okay. probably to get the episodes out quicker. So, like, you know, there's, it's not like they're making one episode, releasing it, and then making the next episode, releasing it. It's like they might make all the episodes and then release them, like, a few weeks at a time or something like that. Or they'll make or, a game and then, like, cut it up into episodes, kind of like Alan right. was. Yeah, or they, they could do a binge thing where, like, you just buy the entire game, but it's split into episodes. So you can play it. Yeah, that's what, I'm, 
That's what I just said. Oh, I didn't know your example. You never played Alan no. Wake? I have it on Twitch free games. Is it worth looking into? Alan Wake is great. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, so yeah, that, that's just kind of cool. Like a lot of people were super sad when Telltale went away. So we'll see what happens with this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they. Hopefully, a different art and style. a new engine. I think that's one thing they said. <laughs> is like they're they're wanting to make it their yes. own thing. Like do the next generation of Telltale instead of being you know bound to what they had done before. Yeah. Good. That engine held them back yeah, it did. quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of new developments and old things, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight Dig is coming. This looks dope. Yeah, it looks great. You guys talk about it. Uh, not just to, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it looks, it, it's, they're basically taking SteamWorld Dig approach, where, like, Shovel Knight's going on an adventure and he digs for gems. Uh, but it's not totally doing what Shovel, what what Steam Steam World Dig was doing. It's just kind of a similar concept. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of like Shovel Knight mixed with Steam World Dig. Like it's the Shovel Knight gameplay, but with the uh, the Steam World Dig elements of just kind of going down levels and Vertically. like discovering things as you go, mm-hmm. rather than like the level by level approach. You know, the classic like eight yeah. bit. Uh, level select thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks great. Like, this I love is... the new, like, 16-bit art style. Um, there's a lot more depth to the, to everything. Like, it's just, it's really nice. Yeah. It looks good. I kept wondering, like, oh, God, do I get this free? But I think it's a new it game. Is. And then once I figured out it was a new game, I'm like, okay, I can give Yacht Club Games more money. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but it looks like, like, if you had told me this is SteamWorld, dig, or if this was, dang it, if this was Shovel Knight 2, I would have believed you. But the gameplay Definitely. is different enough that I'm glad it's not. It's more a spin-off than, say, a Yeah, it, it gives me, like, Cadence of Hyrule vibes, for example. Like, I fully think of that as a canon Zelda game. But it plays differently enough that it's technically a spin-off. But there's enough Zelda to it that it still fits the Zelda model. So it's, like, it's kind of a gray area type. Especially since it's, yeah. you know, not developed by... Nintendo, obviously. Like, this is co-developed mm-hmm. by Yacht Club Games and Nitrome, which I don't yeah, know Nitrome, what they yeah. do. I guess they did a bunch of Pixel stuff before. Oh, okay. Because I'm kind of surprised this isn't with uh, the SteamWorld Dig developers, honestly. Yeah, that would have... <laughs> I can't remember who that they would are be a clue right now. That would be wild. I know they're, like, European. That's all I yeah. really remember right now. Um... But uh, also along with that, that we're not talking. I don't think, I don't think you put in a separate note in the notes separately. But uh, we got an extensive look at uh, the uh, King of Cards. Oh, campaign, I didn't see that. Which, yeah, it looked like I was I wasn't sure, but I'm I think I'm gonna love this campaign. Uh, they showed off more of the world map, some of his abilities. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna love this I'm gonna love this campaign, uh, and it's free if you already have the game, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah. Go watch the trailer. Yeah, I need to pick up I that compilation won't. somewhere else. Because I have it on Wii U, and I'm never going to beat it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't switch when it goes on sale. Yeah, for that's bucks. the plan. That's what I did last year, thanks to Thomas. And I'm glad, because it feels good playing that game on Switch. What did I do? Oh, yeah, and they're also adding, like, like pronouns. Like, you can put them or they. They're adding a whole bunch of stuff to the game, too. Not When, when the... 
the December update comes. Nice. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, the Shovel Knight 3-pack of Evil is finally fucking coming out in December. That has Specter Knight, uh, Specter Knight, King Knight, and Spooky Knight? No. Is that the one? Spe- uh, Specter, King... Plague Knight. Plague Knight, yeah. Spooky no, I'm gonna Knight. call him Spooky Knight from now on. Yeah, Spooky Knight from now on. Um, yeah, the one who doesn't have the intuitive gameplay. It's uh, okay. I should give another... I should give... I, I want to give another chance. I just haven't had a chance to. Specter Knight's um, definitely better. But yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's the best one so far. Uh, so more news so. into franchises uh, that you love. Yakuza 7. Shane Douglas? No, Yakuza 7. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, the one that's getting turned into Persona 5? Yeah, that yeah, that game. So Yakuza 7 revealed, and it's a turn-based JRPG for the PS4. Uh, there's a trailer and screenshots released. Um, How do you feel about this? This is a... Yeah, Thomas. It's weird, because, like, I can understand why they would want to try and do something different, because they've made, like, six or seven games in this series already there. Plus spin-offs and shit. Essentially the same. Um, but yeah, a JRPG that's completely different from what they've, they've done before. Uh, the full title is, uh, <laughs> Ryuga Gotuku 7. Uh, some other Japanese stuff, which translates into The Whereabouts of Light and Darkness. Game will be released in Japan uh, January 16, 2020. Exclusively for PS4. Released in North America and Europe. was also mentioned, not dated. Um, gameplay is what you would expect from a turn-based JRPG with players selecting commands like attack, defense, special attacks, and members of their party. Uh, and for the first time, basically, you'll have a party. Um... There's a new protagonist, because they, they did say 6 was the, the last game that features um, Kiryu. Kiryu. Yeah. Kiryu-san. Oh. <laughs> I didn't you guys know why am I crying? He looks cool, no. but you don't know anything about nah. him. He, I feel bad for him, because he, he can't compare to Kiryu. We yeah, it's like... This guy. But maybe that's it's why like, they switched up the gameplay. Because they're like, we don't want to redo what already exists. We got, we've got a new guy, even, we want to give him his then. own style. Yeah, even then, it's going to be hard to... But then don't call it Yakuza 7, like, make it Yakuza something else. Yeah. It's weird. I still haven't played Judgment, by the way. That game's a, it's a spin-off. Yeah. Um, there's so many Yakuza games in it. I'm honestly kind of interested in this because it's a JRPG. Y- you know me, like, I didn't hate, you know, the Yakuza style. I just didn't really like the... Yeah. I thought the fighting was kind of clunky and bad. Yeah, here's all the money. He played Yakuza Kiwami 1, not 0. Yeah, you should have played 0. Yeah, 0 is... Yeah. But, like, the, the, this shot of the uh, combat system looks really clean. Like, I like the yeah. kind of... Because it looks like it might almost be, like, an action RPG style, which would make a lot more sense than turn-based. Or did it say turn-based? Yeah, gr- gr- grown-ass men standing across each other on a line, taking turns hitting each other. That's yeah. funny to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the um, fact that it's, like, all face button things, unless it's, like, you know, more RPG where that's, like, your menus, that makes me seem seem like it's different attacks mapped to each face button and you have a little bit of movement. Well, it's based combat. off Dragon based off Dragon Quest because I even think the producer even said, like, they got permission from the... Oh, yeah, the, the main guy, the... like, likes Dragon Quest or something. Yeah. So, like, even though, like, everybody's like, so they're trying to copy Persona 5, I'm like... 
This is why I hate when JRPGs get ma- one JRPG gets mainstream, mm-hmm. then every every other single JRPG just compared to that. I hate it so much. Yeah. Play more, idiots. I don't know. It seems kind of cool yeah. to me. I'm just. Yeah, and there's like stuff in there that people that are in the Yakuza series that know about, like uh, the Tojo families, the Omni Alliance, and so it'll be surrounded by stuff that's familiar for sure. It's just which I think after six, you know, especially I haven't played all six, but I imagine having having played six games of doing technically seven because Yakuza Zero. Yeah, technically seven with Yakuza Zero. Um, you know, doing relatively the same stuff because I mean, mini games change, but yeah. you're generally running around being a badass in Japan, being a good person, um, trying to at least. I, that's fine. Change it up. Yeah. See what happens. Worst thing you can do is go right. back. Like I hope, you know. Yep. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So actually, um, I forgot to mention the part of the Kiwami uh, two stuff that I played. There's an RTS in that game. What? Uh, so, like, it, one of the things that you can do to get money is basically defend um, uh, Majima's construction company. And... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Goro Majima becomes a construction mogul, okay? I need, I need to play Yakuza. God, fucking, too many fucking video games, and Yakuza just sitting there being neglected. I need to get there. I need to get there. Uh, so yeah, it's like an RTS. Like, you command people that are in his construction site, like, defending his stuff while, uh, oh people God. come in and try and destroy his stuff. Because his mafia should go. Yakuza should go. Um, and that doesn't play particularly well. Like, it's kind of, it's probably like a thing they just threw in there. Maybe, yeah. But so, like going the strategy route, it's kind of interesting. Like, like, obviously, this is going to be the main game, so it's definitely going to be better than the RTS stuff. But yeah, yeah. I look, I look forward to hearing you talk about it when it comes out in the West. Yeah, like after I play through what two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. You got time. Judgment, and then this. You just have to stop playing Destiny yeah. all the time. Oh. <laughs> That's that's like saying unplug the life support system for yeah. him. It's like telling Ben not to play Street Fighter Five. Don't suggest. Why would you suggest such darkness upon me? I can't say anything. Um, I'm gonna buy Final Fantasy VIII again next week. You... <laughs> <laughs> Man does an epic story play about it. Plays it again, and we'll probably redo Do that 11. epic story play. Yeah, <gasps> I really don't want to right now. Like the depression has hit hard, and I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. But like, I know yeah. I do want to. It's just my stupid you know brain my sh- right now. You know, you just lay in bed under the covers, right? And sleep. Yeah. You know, my shitty voice acting's up to do it again. Oh, I know. Speaking of shitty see, voice acting, see, you have yeah, awesome. Your... Fuck yeah, I got it on video too. Awesome. I mean, I or wasn't agreeing with your your opinion. I was just agreeing that I know you'll do it. <laughs> Thomas can uh. uh edit it to where it sounds like you're agreeing to it, so it's awesome. Uh, speaking of shitty voice acting at Resident Evil, uh, leaked Resident Evil images show project teams by Capcom for Tokyo Game Show. There's, there's more Resident Evil games. It's not it's Resident probably a 3, it's not 3 Make. Yeah. It's like Project Resistance is what it's called right now. And it looks like a co-op thing. Yeah, a lot of people are comparing it to mm-hmm. Outbreak, that bad Resident Evil multiplayer game that came out a couple years ago. Nope. You never heard of that? Oh my god, it's one of the most broken games I've ever seen. It's hilarious. I know about Raccoon City, I don't know about Outbreak. 
Maybe actually, hold on. Maybe it's out. It's there's multiple. It's something like that. Okay. Yeah, one of them is broken <laughs> as fuck, and it's it's so fucking yeah. hilarious. Maybe any of the spinoffs are probably all dead. Yeah, I don't see this being like. It's not Resident Evil Three remake, obviously. And I don't see like a another like mainline co-op game. Surely they wouldn't already go into bad favor like that. Um, so it's probably like a you know games as service spinoff type thing. But they're going to show off more like the official reveal at the Tokyo Game Show in September. So there's like just over a week. Uh, when is the ninth? September ninth. Next, uh, next Monday. Like, yeah. So we'll find out more. Resident Evil Outbreak was a PS2 game in 2003. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of Raccoon City. 95% of people that Google this game liked it. Oh, maybe that was a good one. I thought all of the co-op ones were bad. I always make fun of the Google users ranking because if you're going to Google a game, there's high chance that you're going to like it. You know what I mean? You could be, like, looking up that thing you hate. I'm more likely to remember the name of something that I love than something I hate. But you're not going to look it up. No, I would be like, oh, man, like, what? Like, if you're trying to tell someone that, like, something's awful, it's like, what was that, what's that terrible thing I played? I can't remember. But then you're not going to vote on it and be like, this is bad. Have you seen Yelp? Seen the, People seen only the share their opinion <laughs> when it's something negative. Oh, yeah. I'm on one guy's Yelp review. Really? That's awesome. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. I have it. I have it uh, on my on my uh, wall. Mm. You should put it on your resume. <laughs> I should. I'm I'm on Yelp, bitch. Hire me. <laughs> okay. Um. So we got a question in from uh, Mike. Good old Mike. And... Hi, Mike. Mike the TV. Mike. <laughs> okay. Uh he says, "What is your go-to game when you?" Uh, what is your go-to game you play when you're feeling down? Well, it's Pornhub, first of all. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I know. Real answer? Um, Street Fighter Five. No, because no, that game makes me angry at points with the fucking netcode, uh, which is a problem even more so now. No, Sonic Mania lately. Like oh. if, if I want to feel if I want to feel good about myself, I just play that game, and I'm you know nothing else matters. You spin so dash into spin dash. You know, listen to the great music, play those incredible levels. Yeah, Sonic Mania. Uh, Justin, yours is Final Fantasy VIII. Not specifically. I was trying to think, like, if I have a good answer to this. Because, like, or usually nine. when I'm feeling down, I don't want to play a game. Like, I just, nothing sounds yeah. good, like I was mentioning this week. Um, but about the only thing I can, like, kind of sit down and do is just an RPG. Like, any, whatever RPG I have going on at the time... Because that's something kind of mindless. Like, I can grind and, like, escape to a fantasy world. Um, like, when I was a kid, that was my escape. Like, I would, you know, take my PS1 over to my dad's house. He would pass out drunk, and I would play, like, whatever Final Fantasy game. Or, you know, sometimes there was something in my Game Boy Advance. Like, something I was playing at the time to just, like, get through the weekend and be able to go home again. Um, so that still kind of holds true now. Like, I'll just grind in something. It doesn't really matter what. I don't have a specific game, though. Like this week, I was doing it with Grandia. Grandia, it's Grandia. Yeah, I'm just being annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really play games when I'm feeling down. 
I, I, I don't know what I do. I kind of just pace it out. I thought you were going to say Destiny 2. Yeah, I yeah, watched Basically, that like, that's, that's basically it. Like, is that, is that I'm playing Destiny or if I'm feeling down, I just go lay down and take a nap or something. Um, it used to be Earthbound when I was a kid. Mm. But now I don't, now it's on the Wii U and I don't have that. Like, so. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's Destiny or something, I, something from my past life. I don't really have a game for that. I feel like we didn't uh, answer probably not satisf- very well. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I, not a, not I a satisfying but <laughs> question, or answer to, to that question. <laughs> I gave a satisfying yeah, answer. Yeah, yours was good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Remember, let alone everybody not forget about my impassioned Sonic Mania speech from two years ago. Never. I would never forget. It still moves me uh, when I think about it. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I should win the podcast... Equivalent of an Oscar for that fucking... <laughs> it's not a performance, because it was real. It's still really me, damn it. Yes, it is. Hedgehogs are real. That, um, that's true. <laughs> well, Mike's satisfied with their answers, so that's good. Okay. Awesome! Uh, Thank you, Mike TV. <laughs> uh, suggested, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. I will eventually go back to those things. And Ben... You can find me at twitter.com says Marosigi, where I'm probably tweeting about Godzilla, anime, or um, comic books. Uh, also, I'm going to just say that right now, so I'll actually do them. Uh, just a reminder, I will be doing a video for the Terminator when he comes out for a chart for this website. <laughs> to, show to, to show to Justin that Terminator is actually going to be pretty cool and not have a boring move set. Oh, did you guys uh, watch the... Like, I don't care about that. Did you guys watch the trailer, the new trailer for Terminator Dark Fate? Yes, it looks bad. It looks uh, good. Anyways, I'm no, I bad. am a sucker for Terminator. We actually watched uh, Terminator Dang. Two at my friend's house last weekend because he just put it on for some random reason, and we all sat down and watched it's a good it. Movie, but I will always love everything Terminator. I'm a sucker. What would you pick, Terminator One or Two? Which one is Two? Two. Mm. Liquid Terminator all the way. It's just yeah. Better. It's hard for. It's hard for me to pick because two I really loved as a kid. One's a good horror. But one movie. is like yeah, a good like sci-fi, hard sci-fi. Horror. Yeah, yeah. Two is a good action movie. Like like if depends on. The I will movie. say Halloween two spends a lot more time in the insane asylum than I remember it spending. Yes, it does. Oh yeah, and that's not fun. But the best part of that movie is the beginning area where like he comes out with the gun with the flowers and that whole chase oh scene. in the mall yeah. yeah yeah but like that's escaping the, the insane asylum is fantastic oh yeah that's great <laughs> yeah. it's great oh but also uh because i can remember to do this <laughs> with the sega genesis mini coming out like i mentioned earlier in the show i will also be doing a video giving my thoughts on that for this website because nice. i want to try to do more video content for the website and not appear like a lazy asshole where these two guys are doing all the heavy lifting. So, I haven't done a video in a you while, know, to your credit. All I do is edit this podcast. I don't do it. Okay, so maybe I'm trying to show that I'm better than them. I don't fucking know. You guys be the I think audience. That's, you're yeah, the judge. No, I think that's definitely it. Yeah, that so, is yeah, the best term, out of all Terminator, move, move list. Not a combo video, because I'm not good enough. But move list video and how cool Terminator is in, in, in MK11. And you should do and, one for Nightwolf, no, I, too. To prove that he's no, not garbage. No, it's too late. No, the metrics aren't are gone. It's already gone. It's already been. He's already been you out. You can't do it because he's garbage. He's not garbage though. It's not my fault. You didn't mess with the with the top. You don't have moves. any proof otherwise. 
Yeah, racist. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, so twitter.com slash marvelousiggy, where I am pro Nightwolf and pro my people, because Nightwolf is awesome. Yeah. Okay, you can find me, your host on Twitter, CSG Thomas, and you can also find us here at trashshot.com uh, for audio, video, and written content. You can also check us out on Spotify or anywhere you can get your podcast. Subscribe, and then as soon as the podcast goes up, refresh, and boom. Uh, you can also email me, Thomas at trashshot.com. And until then, guys, enjoy your games. Bye, Mike the TV. You should call this episode Nightwolf is Garbage. <laughs>